Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. You have a pattern change now. Currently over the eastbound span, it's a single right lane getting you over. Again, that's only for eastbound traffic. Dealing with one broken down on the outer loop right before you get on the American Legion Bridge. Last report blocking the right lane. We're seeing delays all the way back up to the big curb. It is also affecting the flow on the southbound 270 spur. We're seeing delays back to democracy all the way down to the outer loop. Now, in Virginia, outer loop ramp to go to southbound 95. Do use a bit of caution. Mobile work crew currently on the ramp. And last report, it was a single right lane getting you by. The WTOP Traffic Center is currently sponsored by Window Nation. Pay no interest for five years on your new windows. Visit windownation.com. Steve Dresner, WTOP Traffic. 7 News First Alert Meteorologist Jordan Evans. After record highs yesterday, a little more seasonable today, but still above average. We'll stay in the 50s with some cloud cover and eventually some showers moving in late this evening into the overnight. The rain may be heavy in a few spots, so some localized flooding concerns will continue around the district. Rain should move out tomorrow morning, but tomorrow afternoon we're left with damp and dreary conditions and quite cold. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Jordan Evans in the First Alert Weather Center. 59 in Alexandria, 57 in Columbia, 61 in the nation's capital. You're listening to WTOP, Washington's top news, live, local, 24-7. This hour of news is sponsored by Lido Pizza. Lido Pizza never cuts corners. Good afternoon, I'm Sarah Jacobs. Coming up, it has been a real mess on the Bay Bridge after a series of crashes. We'll get the latest just ahead. A troubling trend on our area roads when it comes to DUI and drug-related deaths. I'm Dan Rowland. Grappling with carjacking when the suspects are young teens. I'm Kate Ryan. Maryland students could see new admission policies for state universities. I'm Luke Lukert. A major fentanyl-related arrest in Loudoun County. This is Kyle Cooper. It's 2 o'clock. Is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Progressive Insurance. I'm Allison Keyes. Immigration was already a top issue for the 2024 presidential campaign, and now a Senate battle over a bipartisan border policy proposal is highlighting the divide. Former President Trump is trying to quash any possible deal. CBS's Christina Bravini. This week, Trump issued a statement saying a border deal now would be another gift to the radical left Democrats and has been appealing directly to GOP members of Congress asking them to scuttle the deal. In a letter to House Republicans Friday, Speaker Mike Johnson wrote, if rumors about the contents of the draft proposal are true, it would have been dead on arrival in the House. This is Arizona Governor Greg Abbott is vowing to continue his fight with the Biden administration over the border. He says his state must protect itself, and Eagle Pass Fire Chief Manuel Mello agrees. Governor Abbott is doing what the federal government should have done a long time ago. I'm not saying about the razor wire, and I'm not saying about curtailing the influx of migrants into the United States. If that would have happened years ago, we wouldn't be in the situation that we're in right now. Now to Israel, where the U.N.'s top court says that nation must do more to prevent genocide in Gaza as it continues its offensive against Hamas. More than 26,000 civilians have died in Gaza, but the court did not order a ceasefire. CBS's Deborah Pata in Tel Aviv. The ruling amounted to an overwhelming rebuke of Israel's wartime conduct, and although the court has no means to enforce it, it has added 
added to mounting international pressure to halt the nearly four-month-old offensive. Millions are dealing with heavy rains and possible flooding over this weekend. Kelly Cass is at the Weather Channel. Still some heavy rain hanging back across the Tennessee Valley, and this all pushes through the Carolinas as we head from Saturday into our Sunday. And it's still pouring in places like the Queen City of Charlotte, down towards Charleston, where we saw record highs yesterday in the low 80s. There's some great tennis in Australia. Arena Sibilenka fought hard to the end. Sabalenka, emotional after the win. No, it's not going to be crying. Okay. <laughs> Taking home back-to-back Australian Open titles. Winning 6-3, 6-2 over China's Qin Wenzhen. Amazing memory for me. I'm sure there's going to be more and better in the future. Scott Mayman for CBS News, Canberra, Australia. Part of the Chesapeake Bay Bridge in Maryland is still closed after a crash involving about 20 cars sent at least 10 people to the hospital this morning. Two had life-threatening injuries. They have to check the bridge's uh, structural integrity. This is CBS News. Sponsored by Progressive Insurance. Looking for a career path with flexibility, great pay, and benefits? Go to Progressive.com slash careers and apply online today. 203 at WTOP on this Saturday, January 27th. We are at 57 degrees. We'll stay in the 50s today. Good afternoon to you. I'm Ralph Fox. Thanks for making us part of your afternoon. Top stories we're following for you. And now a special update from the WTOP Traffic Center. We officially have the westbound span of the Chesapeake Bay Bridge reopened. This after uh, just approximately a six-hour closure from early morning multi-vehicle crashes. Yes, crashes. And they occurred on various portions of that westbound span. It involved plenty of vehicles, including a minor fuel spill, a couple of trucks. But the important thing is traffic now is flowing. All three lanes over the westbound span are now open. And two full lanes are operable and open over the eastbound span. More coming up in traffic. Steve Dresner, WTOP News. Stay with us here at WTOP as we keep you up to date on that investigation. The Coast Guard and Maryland Department of Environment were also dispatched there to deal with any potential fuel or debris spills. Overhead pictures show there was a tanker involved. We get more from Ian McGreevy, Lieutenant with Anne Arundel County Fire. We just worked seamlessly together to handle this response. Two hospitalized were listed as critically injured. Officials say there have not been any reported deaths. It's a troubling trend as traffic deaths in our area, drug and alcohol related, continue to rise. The report from the Metropolitan Washington Council of Government said that regional alcohol and drug-impaired traffic fatalities increased by nearly 13 percent between 2021 and 2022 from 85 to 96. In its annual report, How Safe for Our Roads, the report said impaired driving has dire consequences for the entire community. Injuries from people who should not be behind the wheel are up more than 9.5 percent. Regional crashes by 13.7%. At the same time, law enforcement arrests plunged for driving under the influence or driving while impaired by 9.3%. Dan Ronan, WTOP News. Carjacking in the nation's capital remains a major issue, and 75% of the arrests last year were juveniles. As the DOJ commits to more resources to the concern, 
Along with violent crime overall, the root of the issue is a difficult challenge. You know, the answer isn't just lock them up. You don't lock up juveniles. But Chuck Wexler, who leads the Police Executive Research Forum, adds... Somehow we have to figure out how to hold them accountable. Matthew Graves, the U.S. Attorney for the District of Columbia, says the juvenile justice system is focused on rehabilitation, and that's a complex task. It is almost always the case that if you have engaged in an offense that is serious enough that we can try you as an adult, as a 16 or 17-year-old, that there's a lot of trauma that led to that point. At the same time, Graves says... For those juveniles who are out there doing this multiple times, we need to have real consequences and send a clear message that this is unacceptable. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. 206. It was a rude awakening for some residents in northwest D.C. this week when over 50 cars were vandalized on just one street. Police say the thieves wreaked havoc on a two-block stretch at 29th Street, This between Cathedral Avenue and Calvert Street in Woodley Park. Items were stolen from some vehicles. Others just had windows broken out or doors damaged. Police say no arrests have been made. A Maryland doctor facing a possible sentence of more than 40 years in prison is after being convicted of raping two of his patients. A Montgomery County jury found Dr. Ishtiak Malik guilty of rape and sexual assault in an examination room at Advanced Walk-In Urgent Care in Silver Spring. At his trial, one of the victims testified that Dr. Malik groped her in multiple private areas while being visibly aroused. The jury did not agree with the defense lawyer's argument that the actions were medically necessary. Montgomery County State's attorney, John McCarthy, is pleased with the verdict. I'm happy for the victims in this case. It takes a lot of courage to come forward to do this. Malik faces additional charges from another eight patients in a trial scheduled next week. Dick Uliano, WTOP News. A town hall today in Alexandria on the proposed new law, new arena for the Caps and Wizards. The event included a short presentation on the project and members of council will respond to questions, concerns and feedback submitted by the community. At previous rallies, coalition members say they had deep concerns about the lack of clear answers on transportation issues related to the arena. Coming up after traffic and weather. In D.C., work from home's not about the comfy pants, it's about the commute. I'm Jeff Glabel. Comfy pants are important, too. It's 208. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8s, and when it breaks, it's for sure been breaking today. You've had major issues on the Bay Bridge. Looks like things are getting better there, Steve Dresner. Yes, it is, Ralph. Some very good news. After about a six-hour closure, the westbound span of the Chesapeake Bay Bridge has been reopened. We're basically back to a normal traffic pattern over both spans. Westbounders. Over that span, three full lanes are open, traffic moving very nicely. Also on the eastbound side, both lanes are currently open. Unfortunately, we're still seeing delays over on the eastbound side back uh, well past Cape St. Clair, but traffic moving uh, pretty well. Westbounders, you're going to bunch up around Route 8 in Stevensville, but it's moving a lot better. So once again, after about six hours, the westbound span of the Chesapeake Bay Bridge has been reopened. We're going to stay in Maryland, check out conditions on the Beltway, Montgomery County. We're very slow. Those delays beginning around the big curb down and over the American Legion Bridge in Virginia. We had one broken down before the bridge on the right side. Looks like that's been cleared and we're a bit slow. 270 spurs southbound bunches up democracy down to the Beltway. 
Prince George's County, very slow on the inner loop, 95 down to Route 50. That's basically volume-related, and we're jammed up in both directions. Over on the BW Parkway, Riverdale through the Beltway, there's no letting up until you're up near Route 32. In Virginia, very slow on the eastbound side of 66, approaching 123. We did a police activity block on the right lane, but uh, 95 northbound, still very slow with delays from Dale City over the Occoquan. No letting up on the northbound side until you get to the Springfield Interchange. Do you want to test an electric car? We'll plug into fitsmall.com and find your electric ride today. Check out the Subaru Solterra, Hyundai Ioniq, or Toyota BZ4X. Only at FitzMall.com. That's the Fitzway. Steve Frisner, WTOP Traffic. Now we'll look at your weather forecast. Here's 7 News First Alert meteorologist Jordan Evans. Get ready for more rain tonight. It moves in after 7 p.m. It will be heavy at times during the overnight hours, so easily an inch to an inch and a half of rain is possible. Flooding concerns are low, but not zero throughout the overnight hours, so low-lying spots around the district may see some urban street flooding. Tomorrow, it's on and off showers. Highs only in the 40s, so back to damp and dreary type of weather for this time of year. Tomorrow night, it's into the 30s. Then Monday, we'll have wind chill in the 30s because of the northwest winds. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Jordan Evans in the First Alert Weather Center. 59 degrees, Reagan National, BWI Marshall at 58, Dulles at 59 degrees at this hour. It's all brought to you by Long Fence. Save 25% on decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest. Conditions do apply. Go to longfence.com. Money news at 10 and 40 past the hour. Here's Jeff Claybaugh. People now back at the office after working from home have several things they miss, but almost universally, the number one is commuting. It's expensive. Gas, maintenance, tolls, parking, and it's time-consuming. In D.C., an average of 37 minutes each way. That's the fifth worst commute in the nation. Employers unwilling to bend on return to the office could still ease the commuting burden. Commuting to the office is a major pain point for workers today, especially a few years of working remotely. When possible, offer commuter-focused benefits and perks uh, that help alleviate the frustration, especially flexibility. That's Trey Barnett at Staffing Firm Robert Half. Flexibility does not have to mean working at home some days. It's not necessarily where you work. It's the windows of work and the time that you work. Everyone has a family for the most part, so you have to find those times when you can do it. And some people are doing it, you know, either early in the morning or sometimes late at night. One in three D.C. office workers say commuting is a contributing factor to burnout. Jeff Glabel, WTOP News. Coming up on WTOP, we will have the latest on some football happening this weekend. Who do you like? We'll keep you up to date. Stay with us. When it comes to the NFL playoffs, you've got to win one game at a time. But when you bet the NFL playoffs on FanDuel, one game can mean a lot of wins. Dave Preston here and FanDuel, America's number one sports book, has all your favorite bets like the money line and the spread, plus all sorts of prop bets. And right now, every day there's an NFL playoff game. FanDuel is giving all customers a no-sweat same-game parlay. That means when you combine all your bets for a chance at a bigger payday, you'll get bonus bets back if your SGP doesn't win. For example, I can take the 
Ravens money line, the under on total points, and Travis Kelsey to score an anytime touchdown. Just visit FanDuel.com slash Presto. If you don't already have an account, make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sportsbook partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older and present in Virginia. Minimum three-leg parlay required. Refund issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets, which expire seven days after receipt. Max refund $5 unless otherwise specified. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 213. In order for small businesses to thrive, they need to be smart, efficient, savvy, staying ahead of the market at every turn, finding ways to do more with less, and taking advantage of every opportunity that comes their way. That's why Comcast Business is introducing the Small Business Bonus. For a limited time, you can get up to a $1,000 prepaid card with a qualifying gig bundle when you switch to Comcast Business, the company with the largest, fastest, reliable network. Yep, you heard that right. 1000 back. Something extra for your company. From the company that powers more businesses than anyone else. So if you're a small business owner, don't wait. Call or go online to learn about the $1,000 bonus today. Comcast Business. Powering possibilities. Ends 2-21-24. New customers with Gigabit Extra Internet, Security Edge, One Voice Mobility Line, and Connection Pro with three-year agreement. Other restrictions apply. Call or go online for details. Coming up on WTOP, some tightening up for Maryland's transportation budget. We'll tell you what that means for some folks. It's 214. When your back pain is your foot's fault, this is Dean's story. It was affecting me when I walked, which is a kind of a common activity. Dean's chronic back pain had become a pain in the you-know-what. At first, I just sort of ignored it, but eventually everything catches up to you. Physically and mentally. Back pain affects your mood. It really does. But that's not the only connection Dean made. A friend of mine suggested I go to the Good Feet store. I was a little confused. Why would I need a foot store? My feet are fine. But he thought, what the heck? He had nothing to lose. They took impressions of my feet, and with the footprint, they were able to get me a personalized arch support that, like, lifted pressure off my back. Hmm. So the source of your back pain was right under your toes. It's something maybe I should have known, but I found out in the nicest possible way. See how Arch Supports work for you with a free fitting. The Good Feet Store has locations across Greater D.C. and Baltimore. Visit goodfeet.com to book your appointment today or just stop by. Washington's top news, WTOP. Facts matter. 216 now at WTOP. I'm Ralph Fox. Thanks for being with us today. It's a big weekend for football fans. Conference Championship Sunday. First up at 3 p.m., the AFC, the Ravens and Chiefs in Baltimore. Then later, it's the NFC Championship game between the Lions and 49ers in San Francisco. WTOP Sports Director George Wallace joins Sean and Ann with a preview of both games and what you can expect to see between Patrick Mahomes and Baltimore's Lamar Jackson. It's going to be like a heavyweight matchup, I think. I think between these two quarterbacks, they kind of embrace the spotlight. Lamar is going to be at home. He's been unable to get to this point so far in his career. Meanwhile, Patrick Mahomes is six straight conference championship games. And just, you know, look at the numbers. It's crazy to think Mahomes, 44 touchdown passes in the postseason. Wow. He has 13 wins in his six. 
six years. He doesn't know. Mm-mm. He doesn't know a season without a conference championship game. But uh, I think it's going to be fun. I think Lamar Jackson is going to be able to use his legs, of course, and uh, his wideouts. It's going to be good that uh, Mark Andrews is back for Baltimore. He's missed nine games with that ankle injury. He's activated today. So that is huge news. Another weapon for Lamar Jackson to use. And all the rain that Baltimore is supposed oh, to get yeah. on Sunday. How yeah. does weather play into championship games usually? Well, I, I mean, both teams should be able or hopefully going to have to be able to run the football, I think, number one, because of the dynamic in the quarterback position. So if they're able to establish the line of scrimmage, you hear that a lot, and then it opens things up. Uh, the Chiefs will need to be able to run the ball with Isaiah Pacheco, no doubt about it. Ravens offensive line against the Chiefs defensive line. The Chiefs are pretty good at defense, led by Chris Jones, the overall number two defense uh, for Kansas City. And on the other side, you've got the Ravens who are first in scoring defense. So, I mean, this is literally a heavyweight matchup with these statistics in every category kind of just equal between the two. Okay, let's talk about the NFC Championship game. We have the Lions and the 49ers in San Francisco. Last time the Lions were in the NFC Championship game against the Washington football team. That's right. 1992. Wow, a long yeah. time ago. So what are you expecting for that one? I think the Lions, uh, you know, look, they're they're just, it, it's such a fun story with these guys. And the uh, Jared Goff and the 49ers have familiarity with each other. Remember, Goff used to be with the Rams, so it's not going to be a complete surprise. I don't, there, uh, Niners familiar with him. Goff, of course, familiar with the 49ers. Uh, third straight title game for San Francisco. Lions first, as we mentioned, looking for their first Super Bowl appearance. So I think the Lions are kind of riding that wave right now and they don't have a problem going on the road. They haven't won on the road since 1957 in the playoffs. And <laughs> the nine, look, the pressure is on San Francisco because this is their third straight title game, their first one at home. They need to get over that hump at some point. And Debo Samuel, I think, is going to be a big question mark for them with that shoulder injury. If he's able to go, that's a big offensive weapon for Brock Purdy and Kyle Shanahan. So I think that one's going to be fun as well. I can't wait to see how the Lions respond because the way they've uh, responded so far in the playoffs, now going on the road in a hostile environment, I can't wait to see how they respond. Again, that's WTOP Sports Director George Wallace. A quick look at the top stories we're working on for you here at WTOP. A chain reaction crash on the Bay Bridge and heavy fog shuts down the span for hours. It has reopened. We'll have a traffic report just ahead. And the U.N.'s top court rules Israel must do more to prevent genocide in Gaza, but stops short of demanding a ceasefire. Traffic and weather as it breaks. Steve Dresner with information from the Traffic Center. And Ralph, yes, after about a six-hour closure, we have reopened the westbound span of the Chesapeake Bay Bridge. Normal traffic patterns have been reestablished over both spans. So three lanes open westbound, two available eastbound. We'll stay in Maryland. We're certainly back up on the inner loop of the Capitol Beltway. Entering Prince George's County, it's going to be slow from I-95 down to Route 50. May have an incident right near Kenilworth Avenue, but we're certainly very slow on 95 southbound from Calverton to the ramp to take you to the inner loop. Montgomery County, very slow on the outer loop from the big curb down and over the American Legion Bridge. Now on the Virginia side, a report of a broken down tractor trailer right near the GW Parkway exit. They're currently blocking the right lane. Staying in Maryland, very slow on the southbound side of the BW Parkway. Those delays now have increased. It's going to be slow from the area of uh, Fort Meade and Route 32 all the way down to the Beltway. No current issues along I-270. In the district, um, off and on delays you'll find on the southbound side of the 395 freeway. It's going to be slow from the tunnel all the way down to 
the 14th Street Bridge. At Marlowe Furniture, take up to an extra 25% off all dining rooms, up to an extra 20% off all sectionals and living rooms, up to an extra 15% off all bedrooms. Going on now through Sunday, only at Marlowe Furniture. Steve Dresner, WTOP Traffic. Now look at your weather forecast. Here's 7 News First Alert meteorologist Jordan Evans. Tracking your weekend forecast. Clouds still streaming in and eventually rain after 7 p.m. tonight. So Saturday night plans will be a soaker as the rain could be heavy at times anywhere from 10 p.m. to 3 a.m. Rain will start to go away by tomorrow, but still going to have on and off showers throughout your Sunday. I do think it'll be a damp and dreary day tomorrow as temperatures don't even make it out of the 40s for the afternoon on your Sunday. I'm 7 News meteorologist Jordan Evans in the first Alert Weather Center. It is 59 degrees in Fort Belvoir, 58 in Foggy Bottom, 57 in Silver Spring. WTOP News Time is 2.22. The following is a paid message. This is Bishop Michael Burbage of the Catholic Diocese of Arlington. January is Poverty Awareness Month. Did you know that the poverty rate in the United States is 11.5%? With nearly 38 million people living in poverty, especially as we begin a new year, we must remember to pray for and to act in support of our brothers and sisters in need, those who go to bed hungry, those who face financial hardships in paying bills or putting food on the table for their families, those who long for warmth, those who are unemployed or underemployed. We are reminded in sacred scripture that whatever you did for one of these least brothers of mine, you did for me. May we resolve that this be the year we truly hear the cry of the poor and commit to help them always. You have a plan for the day, right? But that usually changes by lunchtime. Then changes again before dinner. It's the same with breaking news. New information just coming in. We're just getting word. Breaking developments from Capitol Hill this morning. Don't miss what's happening in the Washington region. Keep up with the changes. Check back with WTOP for the latest two, three, four times a day. WTOP News. Facts matter. 223 now at WTOP. Today is... Holocaust Remembrance Day, and as we reflect on the 6 million Jews who died in the Holocaust, WTOP speaks with a survivor who watched his mother get pulled from her home by the SS. Baltimore resident Jochen Werfel saw her just one more time in a prison cell before she was killed in Auschwitz. Boy, she said, and I love you very much, and I know you love me, but I want you to leave now because if you don't, they're going to catch you here. He was half Jewish in Berlin and was hidden for the rest of World War II at a summer campsite near the North Sea. To avoid suspicion, he had to join a group he despised, the Hitler Youth. Learn how to march. When we were a couple of years older, we had to learn to use some simple weapons. We used hand grenades, at 91 years old, he is finally sharing his story in the new book, My Two Lives, after a prompting from his family. Our children, our grandchildren, our great-grandchildren, they should always know who we are, where our family came from. Luke Luger, WTOP News. Diane Roberts in the sports page just ahead. You check your phone, what, 50 times a day? Because there's always something new. It's the same with breaking news. Stay up to date. Check back with us two, three, four times a day. WTOP News. Facts matter. Sports at 25 and 55. Will the Ravens get there? Can they do it, Diane Roberts? I don't know. 
we're going to find out. But you know what I'm excited about? The Wizards won a game. 118-104. They beat the Detroit Pistons. Way to go, Wiz. Uh, Capitals looking to stop a three-game losing streak as they finish up a four-game